Yesterday morning was uh, quite an active day. I had a good morning session for writing, and uh, then in the afternoon, uh, I spent some time with Joy the Prabhu, then went out to a Namhara program, came back, uh, met with two groups of devotees, uh, discussed some other details of layout plans for Navabraja Mahima. Uh, it, was, it was a busy day. And uh, this morning followed that up with a good morning of writing. And this afternoon we'll be uh, doing uh, brainstorming for our VIP preaching with uh, Damodar Prabhu and Dharmishta. And then after that I'll be meeting with uh, some of the other uh, preachers who helped with our 1% tax uh, campaign and see how we can uh, continue to cultivate their uh, contacts uh, further. And then tomorrow's another day, the day after that, off to London for GBC meetings. I'm concerned about maintaining the good writing pace that I have now, five, six, seven, uh, sometimes eight uh, pages a day. Okay, let me uh, touch on some uh, relatively uh, short questions with short answers. Uh, and having said that, uh, remind uh, devotees to send in their answers. Uh, I'm sorry that sometimes I'm a little remiss and I uh, leave answers uh, or answering uh, uh, questions to sometimes weeks or months uh, later, but sooner or later I will get to them. And here is a question from Bravinan Varatanatan, good South Indian name. And he says, Maharaj, could you please instruct me on the prayers that should be sung when waking or any time, and if possible, can you sing the prayers so I can follow you when I carry out my devotional services unto them? Uh, my suggestion is that uh, these prayers can be readily found in our two-volume Arjuna Pradeep, which is uh, ISKCON's standard for uh, daily worship. There's also uh, abbreviated books on daily worship that precede that, and uh, all of them give uh, mantras for uh, waking uh, Gornitai, which should be chanted by the Saivite. Uh, it wouldn't really be right for you to be listening to me chanting the mantra while waking the deities because you're the one who needs to do that. So my recommendation is uh, please look these up. I'm in Budapest and I, I don't have uh, these books in front of me so I can't uh, read them to you. And in the absence of that, as Srila Prabhupada himself said, the essence uh, of waking up the deities as with every other type of mantra for deity worship is the meaning of the mantras, which should be known, and especially the mood of the bhava. So Prabhupada said, if you just say, my dear Lord, please wake up with love and devotion, they'll wake up to that. They understand English as well as they do Sanskrit. But they understand uh, love and affection more than anything else. I still have this great question sitting here from uh, Ermila Devidasi, which I'm going to answer sometime down the road. Mataji, it's just that... Uh, it uh, requires for me to actually sit down and plan the answer, not necessarily something I'm going to give off the cuff. And uh, time is 
at a premium uh, at the present day. Here is Chaitanya Priya Devidasi, Madhusudan's daughter in Coventry, who is asking, in the Bhagavatam it says, the living entities who are expanded by his internal potency are eternally liberated persons, whereas those who are expanded in terms of the material energies are eternally conditioned souls. Does this mean then that we as eternally conditioned souls were never with Krishna in the first place? This is uh, going back to the uh, often asked, a very topical question, did we come from the spiritual world or not? And uh, you've heard my answer uh, to this, which has been uh, to say that Srila Prabhupada has answered that question in both ways, and whereas many Vaishnavas seem to emphasize that we were never with Krishna, and sometimes uh, overemphasis uh, is given on this, making this into really heated controversy, which neither Srila Prabhupada nor his God brothers nor anyone else did, or any of the predecessor charges. Therefore, because I haven't uh, done any personal research to come to my own conclusion, I replied that Prabhupada said both. At present, in the, I believe it in the realm of the uh, unresolved issue, which appears contradictory to a puny mind such as mine. And therefore, uh, I'm following Shul Prabhupada's instruction in one of his letters where he said, don't trouble yourself too much over this. And more to the point of this question, uh, the uh, issue may also be uh, addressed from uh, how Srila Prabhupada uh, defines this word, eternally liberated and eternally conditioned. Uh, Whether it's eternally meaning really in the literal sense of the word that forever, uh, anadi, without any beginning, or whether it's something that is since a long, long time. It's so long that it's almost eternal, but it does have a beginning. But that uh, question itself uh, is uh, the linchpin of the argument of uh, were we ever with Krishna and his lila or not. So I just uh, leave it at that, which may or may not be uh, satisfying. Uh, to Chaitanya Priya and the listeners, or some other listeners. And there's another question from Chaitanya Priya, who's uh, asking, what does it mean to serve and worship the lotus feet of Sri Hari, as in the song Vajahure Mana? Um, it means different things. Uh, sometimes serve and worship means to just serve and worship Krishna, and lotus feet is meant to be the appropriate and reverential way in which you're approaching Krishna. So you say, serve and worship Krishna's lotus feet means serve and worship Krishna, and in the myriad of ways that Krishna is worshipped, whether by preaching or deity worship or chanting his holy names, it all comes under uh, the general category of uh, serving and worshipping the Lord's lotus feet. There is specific service and worship to the Lord's lotus feet, like the cowherd boys or Lakshmi Devi massages the lotus feet of the Lord. Uh, the anga of uh, daily worship, excuse me, the anga of devotional service known as uh, Padasevanam, uh, which includes, for instance, things like Parikrama and worshipping the lotus feet of the deity. Uh, that also comes under the uh, 
category of serving and worshipping the lotus feet of Sri Hari. And she asks, how is this different from remembering or meditating on his feet? Yes, uh, there are the different emblems on the souls of Lord Krishna's feet, Shimati Varani, Baladevji, and his associates, uh, devotees who uh, meditate uh, on those symbols. They're also uh, serving and worshipping uh, his lotus feet with their mind, with their remembrance. All of those uh, include that. And I hope that's 